still don't because this is an audio podcast. But this is Blank Bodies. Hey! Well, they can't see you. I can. A Vampire the Masquerade. Please close that browser. Podcast. It's not in VPN. Come on. Yeah, we're we're a tips and discussion podcast for uh, V five Vampire the Masquerade, and we're starting off this boy by drinking. Yeah, I'm Hunter, and I'm Sarah, and I'm James. Uh, Skipper's not with us this evening. He uh, had to move. The had FBI move. had to talk to him about that baby bullshit. Yeah, um, and <laughs> I, I know I sound a little more sad than normal. This is a. Uh, this will be a fun one, but it's a hell of a script we got ahead of us. I worked really hard on this. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Anyway, Malort time. Time for Malort. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, we had to become more Midwestern. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> flaunting that ability to actually Ooh. consume in front of me. That's like literally one of my favorite things to do in V5 is get a high humanity and just eat and drink shit in front of other characters. You're a monster, just letting you know. The podcast can't see that you flipped me off. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so today we're kind of doing the Vampire History 101 course. Yeah. Not even 101. More like Not middle a... school history of America. Yeah. I wrote this with the intent of hitting the big points in uh, Vampire History previous Old World and V5 lore updates. With the same energy and speed that the American fourth grade educational system explains the Trail of Tears. Yeah, that does actually bring up a good point. Uh, <laughs> how much racism are we going to be omitting? Because if it's the American education system, uh, I we're not gonna. We will dig into it later on. But this is a bullet point, so it's like, okay, the racism happened. I'll dig into it later when we actually cover this more in depth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's gonna be some. Uh, Betrayals, some history, some archaeological bickerings, and uh, rumors and conjecture, as well as facts. No. Uh, so this is probably going to be two episodes. Fingers crossed it doesn't turn into a third, but... Yeah. Um, see, we've also... Well, Sarah put in the script not to read it, but I think it's important to acknowledge our sources real quick on this episode. Um, I hope you write these down, because you won't remember... Uh, they, currently, the script has used the V5 core book, Beckett's Jihad Diary, the Anarch book, the Camarilla book, Chicago by Night, Blood Gods, Fall of London, Gentleman's Guide to Vampire, Outstar, the White Wolf fan wiki, Time of the Thin Bloods, with some notes on Ascension, Gehenna, and Children of the Night. Which that, the Children of the Night, uh, I'm trying to remember which one that was. Oh, fuck. I don't know. That wasn't in my library. I have a copy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you do. That's where I got that from. Okay. Uh, if you show me the cover, I should be able to figure out which one it is. It's got vampires on the cover. Yeah. I, Describing almost 80% I, of the books. I had to use that for a reference thing to something that happened in V5 lore that I was just like, wait, where's the context for this? Oh, yeah, it's over here. This one. Yeah. Oh, Children- fuck. Yeah, no, I don't have that. Children of the Night, it was the first edition's, like, big collection of important NPCs. Uh, Again, I have that really fucking weird one I should bring over sometime that's, like, somehow almost, like, ten inches tall. Oh, yeah, the wanted posters? Yeah, it does not fit on a fucking bookshelf unless you lay it sideways. 
I assume I assume they nice want you to pull the staples out and hang them or something. <laughs> it's a nice book. I like it as like a, a a prop, I guess, if I was running a story. But at that point, it's like, well, I don't want to rip this out of the book. So do I Xerox this? Yeah. It's, it's just like, hey, look at this little creepy girl. I don't know. I She's it, an angry gangrel. I, I don't know. I thought it was really funny in the Ravenloft book they put out for 5e. In the spine of a couple pages mm-hmm. of like maps and like handouts and stuff, there's little text that's like, we give you permission to photocopy and print this out. And it's like, I will do this with every page of this book. <laughs> you, I was got excited. I was like, oh, did they hide like a secret lore like mystery thing? And I like pulled the spine apart and it's just like, you can print this page off again. I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I like, pull, you thought you I found just, a clue? I was like picking at the spine. You thought you were Nicolas Cage in National Treasure and you'd found something. Just, I, just remember, fans, uh, if you pay very close attention, I'm pretty sure you can make a drinking game of every time Hunter brings up fucking Ravenloft or Z- <laughs> Strahd. Once per episode, so at far, least. I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, no, once. Again, you can at least get probably. Two good shots in at least every episode. That's that's a moderate amount of drinking for like a work day. That's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. she's sitting doing paperwork. Like body does not do, uh, does not condone drinking on the work site unless you are able to. My work's got a beer fridge. <laughs> yeah, I condone like, it. That bitch is fine. I shouldn't yeah. at one of my jobs. The I other even, one, I'm at home. So eh. also all my jo- job, <laughs> almost all my jobs before this. were at bars or liquor stores, so yeah. they encouraged it. Wait, stores. Yeah, yeah. There, there are stores where we keep liquor and sell it. You shut the fuck <laughs> up. You know exactly what I mean. No, I, I worked at a real high-end one, and I was actually required to go to tastings on the uh, clock. Okay, that does make sense. I was just like, no, like the bulletproof glass bullshit. They're like, yeah, drink the stock. No, my the liquor store I worked at was multi-floor. They had a wine cellar. It's very nice. Wait. Was it downtown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've used, I've, uh, I've been there on the job. Yeah, it's cool. I've, I had uh, a delivery person who uh, needed to be assisted, and I was just like walked into the store, and I was like, "Can I use the facilities? Why? <laughs> it's downtown. I need to find a place to do it." And half the time, they're trying to stop the homeless people. I'm just yeah. like, look at me. It's yeah. a nice store during Gen Con to like sit and see how many people in cosplays come in to buy what liquor. Yeah, it's, it's, you know. I always want to sit and people watch. I always got some good combos in with people because <laughs> I always look like a disgruntled man in a button-up polo. But and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was like, oh, hey, I like nerd stuff. They'd get real excited. Because mm-hmm. I've noticed that in during Gen Con, at least as a local, that if you leave like a five-block square from around the convention center, everyone gets a lot less friendly and a lot more confused at like everyone there's presence. Mm -hmm. Like they forget it happens every year. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing happened last summer with the BLM stuff because I was down for the protests, like helping out, trying to do my part. And I was trying to like duck around tear gas on my bike and you'd go like two blocks over and just the brunch gays were doing things like there wasn't like war crimes happening the next block over. It was fucking weird. Anyway, that's the intro. We don't got <laughs> time for this shit. Tuesday. Yeah. All right. So we're starting way back in, in the before times. Like. Well, Actually, the before times. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the antediluvians. Oh, we're going even before that, bitch. <laughs> yeah, this is like biblical times. Yeah, well. And on the seventh day, God created vampires. Kind of. 
the basically for this overview, uh, because internally in the lore, the way it's written, as well as the way players interact with this, there's a lot of conjecture and rumor and disagreements, including canonically between written NPCs about what the fuck is actually happening. So I tried to write everything out with the, this is generally what everybody agrees on. Yes. And again, the touchstone mm. I'm trying to go when we do the research is a lot of the the end cap lore books from the original books, because there's a fair bit of evidence that I'd say leads to maybe them being used, because the Week of Nightmares is just, again... Ascension, oddly enough, not Gehenna, has the most information on what actually happened there. Yeah, but again... Uh, Ravnos fucked around and got Chinese... We'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah, about that in a we're second. We're getting... We're getting there. Super ahead of mm. ourselves here. We gotta go back to, like, literally, literally like, Neanderthal times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Unga. Little, little Ungabunga, I guess. So, basically, you know, the Bible story, Adam and Eve and all that, and then Abel and Cain... Yep. Some vampires say that the Cain who killed his brother Abel was turned into the first vampire. That that was the curse that God put on him. Yeah, because he did the first murder. That yeah, if you're coming from the Western canon of things, yeah, that's the 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 rough of what people will say. But it's just generally agreed. Some point in way way back prehistory could be twenty thousand years ago, could be two hundred thousand years ago. We don't fucking know. Some asshole is the progenitor of all of this bullshit. And we just kind of generally agree to call it Cain. We don't even know if it is a dude. And there's still a few clans that say, ha ha, we didn't come from that guy. Yeah. See, <laughs> Samdi. Yeah. And there's and there's evidence yeah. that they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah. There's like a whole legion of clans from Africa that have their own progenitor. There's stuff in the, the New World that has their own stuff. I was about to say, we don't talk about them. No, we do, because it's no, cool. No, you know who we're talking about. I know about. who I'm talking about. We're not going to talk about it right now. The- That's another fucking episode. No time. Yeah, I'm trying to trace, like I said, fourth grade American education system history. So, whomever this cane was created what is known as the first city uh-huh. somewhere in the, the, the Fertile Crescent area. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they produced a series of vampire offsprings. These are called the Antediluvians. That literally, before the deluge. That is what that means. And then the deluge fucked everything up. Much like the Fire Nation. Or a myriad of other pop culture references. I'm speaking of other pop culture references. We're talking about so many things that I vaguely remember hearing in school as a child. Mm -hmm. And them completely leaving my brain. So the Fertile Crescent is like uh, that that part of a rock that we're really insistent on owning because it has oil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, uh, most modern uh, research in the period thinks that they're actually going for minerals. I thought that's the reason we went into Afghanistan was for, like, the lithium. Yeah, uh, that's why they think Pete Buttigieg was over there. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. There's, no, I don't doubt it. There's old inter- there, If you look at up, up old interviews with him, he has fucking mineral charts of the Middle East in, like, oh, framed Jesus. behind him. Anyway, we're gonna we don't have time to get into that right now. Yeah, all I was trying to say is I imagine the old um, I discover. Mm. Remember those old documentary? They had like the 3D museum you move through. But I just imagine that, but it's just all pictures of like World of Darkness cover books and (laughs) artwork with that like random like flute music. Should be flute, but it's actually just like uh, a compilation of the Cure. 
Just the sound played soundtrack. on a, played on a MIDI flute. Yeah, played on a MIDI flute, but it's just you know the, the soundtrack to the crow. If someone has the ability to make me a video of that, um, and then instead of the iWatch logo, it's our logo that pops up, I will mm-hmm. probably throw you money Ooh. or something. Yeah, because that would be fun. God damn. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the reason that we have motherfucking clans, and to boil it down as simply as we can, is Kane produced a generation of vampires, and then he had grandbabies. Yeah, the his babies made babies, and the babies uh, the grandbabies. The, yeah, the grandbabies uh, did a matra and patricide. And Cain got angry, so he cursed them. What's the gender neutral for patra and matricide? Just genocide. Side. <laughs> no, genocide's a lot of people. Yeah, that's. I think that's... you just—it's just homicide. I think. <laughs> I think it's just murder. Yeah, parent side. I suppose it is... Sire side? It might be genocide, though, when you're killing two-thirds of all vampires in existence at the time. Yeah, you know, that's fair. That does come back around to being genocide. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> the math doesn't check out. Lilith might have been a vampire, too. Moving on. Like I said, I don't got time for that right now. We will do a fucking Kane episode later. Again, I'm doing this for the deep lore nerds. No, I know. Because I know there's probably some nerd that's, like, pushing up the, his nose, his glass on the bridge of his nose. It's like, well, they didn't bring up Lilith or the crone or... But if you're listening to this podcast and you're also somehow a biblical scholar, get a hold of me. We'll do a whole episode about uh, vampires in the Bible. That would actually be kind of cool. Because I need someone to help me with that research. Yeah, I was not raised Christian, so like I have some vagary ideas, but I don't know enough verses to get really get into it. And I don't got that kind of time right now. I was, but I was Lutheran, so we just did like all the rituals and then we're like, nice to each other, and that's about it. But yeah, so you're Lutheran. I... Was supposed to be Catholic, but I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I yeah. come from the Matrix. I feel like a Catholic scholar would probably be the best, but you know, mm. as long as you're not, lo- you know, no. As if, long as if, you're not a church that's going to hate crime me, I'm cool with no, it. I'll say even if you're just Mormon, come tell me what the Mormons think about vampires. I'd love to hear that. Mm-hmm. They're actually pretty chill. About vampires? Oh, no, about it. As long as you don't think it's serious, they're pretty, pretty fucking chill. To be completely honest, I had Mormon friends visiting me over the weekend. Exactly. Yeah. No. One of my uh, one of my oldest friends is a Mormon, and he's just kind of like, Meh. yeah. All but right. none of them were biblical scholars. I think he did play also, which is cute. But we don't have time for that shit right now. No time. Point is, Cain killed a bunch of grandbabies for being asshats, and then cursed them, and then all their progeny had curses based off of the flaws of each of them, and that's the basis of the jihad, is what it's called in the game, which is the continual cycle of elders and childer just fighting each other over supremacy and murder and death and plotting and that is the basis of this entire fucking game all right i covered it got issues gotta move the fuck on all right so then after the period of the deluge and the antediluvians you get what's called the long night which is basically a fairly chill time to be a vampire it's generally agreed it was kind of cool we had the elders on top childer doing mission things Things were chill. This lasted from about the fall of Rome till the sacking of Constantinople, which is what happened in 1204. And then we had the War of Princes. The War of Princes was a bunch of these elders in Europe looking at each other going, hey, I like your land. I want that. And then they fought each other. Yeah, so basically just what everyone else in medieval Europe was doing anyway. Yeah, but, you know, with cool vampire powers and uh, I'm assuming more fucking, I'm assuming. Probably. And clans had different powers for reasons that aren't always clear, but... Yeah. Just put on a montage of Anne Rice's anything, and that's <laughs> it. Just that for, like, a few mm. centuries. Yeah. Literally 1,200 to 1,500. Mm-hmm. Just Queen of the Dam, just in the background. Yeah. Queen of the Dam is modern. Yeah, but I mean, like, what happened? 
oh, that part of the end of the movie where they're trying to like fucking explain what happened over the past hour and a half, and you're just like, this. There's not a con- enough context for any of this shit. No, I'm just talking like the intro credits, just you know, with Lestat just being weird in the background. It is that you, for you, like 300 years. Nah, I was gonna say that just. Lestat's it's like, weird. is he is he fucking is he fucking the curtains? Maybe. I don't know. I have no clear memory of that film. It's just a fucking blur. Things were so strange in that time period that it's canonical that vampires and uh, the Fae got along pretty well <laughs> during that era, so they were just like high on fairy shit most of the time. Yeah. It's also called Toronto. Cool. We don't have time for that shit. So, uh, towards the end of the War of Princes, there began what is called the First Anarch Rebellion, which is when the younger kindred was like, hey, so I'm tired of my elders throwing me into battle or just making a fuck ton of baby vampires to yeet into battle constantly. Uh, fuck that shit. You want to overthrow them? And then a bunch of other of the young baby bros were like, fuck yeah, let's do that. Don't forget that first Inquisition. Which is? Yeah, so you know the Spanish Inquisition and all the, the, the purges? That was all about vampires? Well, according to VTM lore, that was a good part of it. There was, you know, the Black Death and... You know, the instigation of capitalism by overthrowing uh, gift economies and uh, usurping the uh, economic power of women in the community. But that is a whole other thing I'll get into fucking later. <laughs> so the First Inquisition and the Spanish Inquisition were similar and sometimes the same thing. Yes, That's basically. What... Yeah, First Inquisition was the church going, oh my god, there's vampires. We should murder them for God and take their shit. Because they're vampires. And not because we want their money. Money! Yeah. Now, do either of you know? Hmm. Is that why the church ended up turning on the Templar? Were they all vampires secretly? I don't have time to get into that. We'll do a Dark Ages episode later. No, we can. I was just—it was uh, an idea that popped in my head, and it, I was wondering you know if either of you knew. I ooh, deep lore brain moment. If I believe correctly, it was not that they were. At least in lore, not in reality, in lore VTM, it was the fact that they were getting too high for their britches because, you know, they were the murder hobos, and they had the stuff, and, you know, they were like, no, it's ours. We killed the vampires. Why? And then the church was like, no, we the boss. They're like, no, we have swords. So just like in real life, except they got their riches from vampires instead of brown people. Oh, no, it was both. Vampires and brown people. Oh, okay. It was both. Yes, because uh, surprisingly enough, the brown people. Yeah, there's actually a whole collection of kindred that are What up, zombie brown. bros? Uh, I was going to say, there's and a Banu Hakim, and there's no Sperantu, and but no, like, there's tons of clowns. They're clowns. There's tons of, <laughs> there are clowns. Yes. Those are Those are the Malkavians. Uh, they were jesters in this time period, but no, there's mm-hmm. tons of clans that have tons of people of all different shapes, sizes, colors, hues, alignments. It's just Venture, who are usually turbo white. Yeah, but we don't have time to get into that right now, so Convention of Thorns. Uh, was a big meeting in the late 1400s, like 1490s, uh, that happened in England, where a bunch of vampires were like, hey, so we need to stop this fucking rebellion because we're all going to goddamn die. So they came up with a covenant that they would all agree upon to run their society. So I have a question. What's up? Because I didn't pay attention in class yeah. or when I was reading these books. All right. So hit us. Wasn't there something happening in America in 1492? Yeah, it's another genocide. That's, oh, that's that uh, Cristo Colombo. Yeah, Cristo Colombo and his rape of an entire civilization and a manatee. Did he fuck a manatee? Yeah, he fucked a manatee. Dude, that's he wrote about it in his journal. Honestly, though. Didn't he say that 
the manatee was more supple than a real woman? No, I, I think, think he they're... said, if I remember right, he said the, the, the manatee was much uglier than he expected a mermaid to be. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. He thought it was a mermaid, so he fucked a manatee. You know, and a lot of children, and I really don't want to get into that right now. In VTM lore, um, do you think it was a manatee, or do you think it was a real mermaid? I think I think it'd be really funny if it was a fade that just tricked him into fucking an actual manatee. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I condone animal uh, defilement like that. It's very fucked up. No, but please, Jason Carl, make that real. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Never once reference fucking animals in any of the books, <laughs> please. So, 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And then and, raped a bunch of kids. And then the year after, some vampires had a cool meeting. They had a really cool meeting, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rapid tone shift. I Look, I'm not going to let Christopher Columbus get away with that shit. I mean, there's. I'm very glad that it's... St- at least I believe so. They've stopped calling it Columbus Day and we're uh, calling it Indigenous Peoples Day. We're, we're trying to do that, Depend- but there's some people that are just like, no, why are you erasing Italian heritage? And I'm just like, fuck that. Depends on the state. Yeah. No one's erased Italian heritage. There's a Domino's every five miles in this city. You're not wrong. But anyways, so the Convention of Thorns have three major parts to it. The first part is the uh, setup and establishment of the Camarilla. That is made up of seven basic clans, which are the Ventru, the Toreador, the Malkavians, the Nosferatu, the Tremere, the Gangrel, and the Bruja. The second major part is the Asamites, which are now referred to as the Banu Hakim. Mm-hmm. It acknowledges their existence. It acknowledges them as an independent clan. They can do their own thing. They are not allowed to diablerize anybody except for those who are not part of the Camarilla and their own clan. Yeah, that's that, that's where that whole bullshit. Oh, yeah, that definitely stopped them. Mm. Well, there's a whole treaty that happened before this that involves some, like, fuckery, but that's also, like, I'm not going to get into that right now. I don't have time. You said it didn't stop them, but it does specifically say in the script, so I assume in the books, it says that they're cursed to be unable to. Yeah, the, the supposedly it's part of the big reason why the Tremere were accepted because they were uh, a clan that just popped up in the middle of the Middle Ages because a bunch of alchemists were like, I have an idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. The mages were like, what if we became vampire Well, they were like, magics? Well, they were trying to be like, I want immortality, but instead of finding the Philosopher's Stone, they're just like, oh, but vampirism. That's so, the meatsy over there looks tasty. Yeah, so the Tremere became established, and part of their being established was that they cursed the Asamites to not do the Diablery thing they like to do so much. And Diablery is when you Consume another vampire so hard you eat their soul and gain some of their powers, Mm -hmm. for reference. Anyways, don't have time to get into that. (laughs) Third part of the fucking uh, uh, convention. Convention. Words are hard. Thorn. Drink every time Sarah says we don't have time. Oh, they're going to get fucked. (laughs) The Anarchs. The Anarchs were, you know, the ones that were like, did the uprising. Mm Because, you know, fuck you, Dad, I want to go skateboarding. Um, The Anarchs became accepted as part of the Camarilla. They did not face punishment for their revolt, um, but they were supposed to return to their clans and sires. And basically, it's like, look, you don't technically have to be part of the structure, but you basically are part of the structure and just kind of, we cool. And that's uh, how they hard schismed into Sabbat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Sabbat are made up of anarchs that saw that convention and went, no, this is bullshit. <laughs> no, we ain't cool. No, we ain't nah. doing that. Uh, not only do I see this as a problem, I now want to eat my father. 
Yeah, so that's mostly made up of the Zmiti and the Lasombra, but a you know a sprinkling of all the other clans are throughout all the groups. Wasn't uh, were they independently recognized or Sabat recognized the Giovanni? Because I know the G- I'm about to get into yep. that. Okay, I'm about right. to get into Just that. Making so sure. that's that's the three major parts of the treaty. The Country of Thorns also set up the six traditions, which the Anarchs and the uh, Camarilla Ivory Tower guys agreed to be like, oh yeah, no, no, these rules are important. At least the maintaining the masquerade, establish the masquerade. The followers of Set, which is the old-timey words for the ministry, were invited to this meeting, and they're just like, nah, bro, I'm good. They just vibed in Egypt, doing mm-hmm. their own thing. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> Worshipping their corpse dad. So that's yeah. what, the fourth or fifth group there? Yeah. Yeah, because there was the Zemitsi La Sombra, and the Brujab made up the bulk of the Anarchs, the most of the Zemitsi and the La Sombra became Sabat. Aww. So there's the Camarilla, the Anarchs, the Sabat, the uh, followers of Set, who are now the ministry, yeah, that... and then also the Asamites. So well, far. no, no, no. There was the... the independent clans is the easiest way to put yeah, it. Yeah, so... But they're all kind of vibing, well, doing their own thing, different, me... separate things. Yeah. Yeah. Let me break this down. So Camarilla became the big organization, big boy conglomerate. Mm-hmm. A subsect of the Camarilla or the Anarchs, which were like, eh, we don't like your structures, but... Eh, we'll... We do like the not letting the mortals know that we... Uh, eat them yeah because you know the inquisition is not good very bad time mm-hmm. um and then what broke away from the anarchs is the sabbat because they're just like fuck you dad i'm going skateboarding but harder and with more cannibalism <laughs> and <laughs> we here at blank bodies do want your fan art of a cannibal skateboard vampire it, yeah yes. if somebody wants to do like a really red zamitsu or la sombra no, no. like skateboarding no, no, no. But in medieval attire, make it look like a woodcut. They want it to be normal. I want it to be a cannibal skateboard. Is the can is the skateboard eating another skateboard, or is there a cannibal on the skateboard? Follow your heart, artists. Anyways, and then, yeah, so those are the three big groups that come out of the Convention of Thorns. The clan, the followers of Set, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. the ministry, were invited to this. They mm-hmm. opted to not. Yeah. And the Asamites were also invited to this meeting a.k.a. the Banu Hakim, they were invited, they showed up, and their part of the treaty is they are independent, but they agreed to do no more of the, the forbidden snack. No more eating and uphold the masquerade, basically. Yep. High air quotes. Yes. So and a lot of them returned to their homelands and formed the Ashira with a conglomerate of other mm-hmm. randos from different clans, uh, which is also very interesting. I want to get into later, but we're not going to. I don't got goddamn time. Drink. So, yep. Promise of 1528. As an agreement between the Camarilla and the Giovanni, because the Giovanni were fucking around in Italy, and they're like, hey, so uh, we're a real clan, right? We well, ignore the fact that we ate all of the Cappadocians. Yeah, I was about to say, during that whole period of the First Inquisitions, literally a splinter cell of the Cappadocians just went, but what if we were in charge and we ate the older ones? Oh, you mean like a lot of Italian fucking history where it's just different warring families backstabbing each other until one ended up on top? Mm-hmm. Oopsie poodle. Well, again, the Cappadocians made them by accident. Well, didn't make them by accident. They were like, oh, this is a cool side thing. And they just went, murder. Yeah. And they took, during the whole Inquisition, they were like, perfect time. Yes. Yeah. So, so. Promise 1528 is... The Camarilla officially acknowledges the Giovanni are the head of that clan. Mm-hmm. They are to remain independent for 500 years. Mm-hmm. If those of you who can do math are realizing there's a very interesting problem that we'll discuss later. <laughs> yeah. So that is, that's where we're at by the start of the Renaissance. 
So that's the old world fucker. That's kind of what's covered by in the old books. Mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, everything up till Dark period. Ages. Yeah, uh, I mean Dark Ages. I know is mostly like handles around the 1200s, but I've seen people uh, role play and LARP uh, this time period and a little after and a little before. But yeah, basically up to Dark Ages covers this shit. Okay. So you got the Camarilla, Anarchs, Sabat, and then the followers set, the Asimites, slash the Ashura, and then the Giovanni. There's a lot of other smaller clans, but they are not as big in the lore. We don't talk uh, about the Bali. We don't talk about the Maharaja. No, well, no, they, no, no, they come back later, but they're not as prominent to the lore. They are mostly doing their own thing in mm. continents that aren't uh, Europe or yeah. continental U.S. Really, so yeah. Basically, the if you want to hit the big boy, like big dot meta points for a lot of World of Darkness, These or, are or at least Vampire the Masquerade, no. it's very Western canon. Mm-hmm. I did not fucking write this. It's just kind of how it is, and I'm like, well, mm, I'm trying to acknowledge everything else. Well, again, out, outside of the canon as best I can. We are not going to say the words, but we will address the fact that there is a certain continent that has some of the scariest motherfuckers around. We just don't talk about them in lore because they're very scary and very. Powerful. They do get some of them do get brought up in some interesting lore sheet stuff in V five. Really? Yes. Oh, we're gonna have to talk about that later. And also some notes and some character fluff stuff in like Chicago and some of the stuff called Blood Gods. There's a lot of really interesting like nuggets of info that if you're reading between the lines, you're like, are you leaving this for me as a plot hook or are you guys planning to write some things in books? I'm very excited either way. I'm just wondering if it's written as just, if it looks like this, don't. (laughs) Just just be the only Mm. descriptor. Just don't. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna hop in the time mm-hmm. machine and scoot ahead several hundred years, yes. past several hundred years of bullshit, including uh, Victorian age books. We're just gonna not fucking talk about that right now. Uh, there's a lot of books that happen at that time period, and they're interesting, but kind of ineffectual lore wise. Well, it, uh, at least for broad major strokes. broad things that happened in the lore meta plot that directly affect things in v5 if i am actually wrong about this and somebody wants to fucking send us an email especially if you're actually part of the writing staff for these books and you want us to correct something fucking please hit me up or us up i guess we have the same fucking email for this we do just remember it goes directly into my server and it will hurt if it's mean let's skip her out of here i've just been getting a little extra intoxicated and you got are are you handling the shenanigans for two people yeah pretty much yeah I don't know if I'm doing a great job. You're doing but, you great. Know. I, I'm trying to truck through this because small side tangent. I got a fucking electrocuted this morning. My Sorry, arms hurt. I had an exposed wire. It wasn't you. I had to go in for some testing. From what I understand, you expose your wire two to three times a day. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, your electroshock treatment. Yeah. No, it was just some medical testing I had to do, and I actually know what my fucking nerves sound like, and it's weird to have that in my brain space now. Hell yeah, you should have let me sample it. I am really tempted to ask the doctors if there's a way that I could we could actually send me the audit. Like, do they save those? Can I have them? I mean, you paid for them. New podcast intro. Oh my god. <laughs> Just this weird, ratchet, fucking chunky, crunchy, industrial theremin noise. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
Let me. I'll just. I'll just get my drum machine on and like crank a distortion pedal through it. All right. Hey, did anybody know that these guys are fans of punk music? It's not punk. That's industrial. No, I was gonna say that's industrial. You fuck nugget. So this time machine took longer than I thought it would. Anyways, no. we're skipping ahead to the 20th century, to the uh, start of. Well, what a lot of people consider the start of the second Anarch Rebellion. So, who here has played the first Bloodlines game? Yee yee. Yee yee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know how LA, San Diego, that whole, like, the Anarch Free States in the Southern California area, mm-hmm. uh, that is the, the start of the second Anarch Rebellion can have its roots traced to when that rebellion happened in the 1940s, which is the meta plot uh, structure for things that happened for that game. So basically, if you play Bloodlines 1, you at least have the rough worth with all of that. Also, they talk about it a bit if you watch any of the LA by Night streams, because mm-hmm. it's a continuation of that lore. But yeah, isn't that area in like, southern LA the largest anarch like yeah. freehold in America? Yeah, so there's, yeah, basically that like southern third quarter of California is the biggest anarch free area. That's why it's called the Anarch Free States. Okay. Outside of that, I think there's like... Gary, Indiana, now like Berlin and a, a few other places that are doing an uprising. And but if you've seen the new Mortal Kombat movie, you know how much of a shithole Gary is. No. Or if you've seen uh, Ghost Hunters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did that fucking, the Ghost Bros did that movie where they're like, oh, we're going to go to the Demon House. Yeah, the Demon House of Gary. I've seen it stairs. I didn't see them in Indiana, though. I saw them No, in I was going to say, didn't, they, didn't he burn the house fucking down? No, he tore it down. Tore the basement apart brick by brick and rebuilt it in his museum. Oh, that's super not problematic at all. So I've been in the basement, technically. Yeah, like I've been in the basement, but not in the basement. How was that? That's not how wraiths work. I don't know. It was a pretty cool. It was a cool museum, though. That's weird. I don't know if I saw any real ghosts, but like, I saw the animal doll before uh, he got it taken back by the owner because he pissed him off. The animal. (sighs) Annabelle? The, the actual Annabelle doll? I know. No. Yeah, the real one. I'm just saying drunky over there said Annabelle. Annabelle? Yeah, I got to see the real Annabelle doll before the <laughs> owner took it back. Pissed him off with his ghost bro stuff. I also saw Jack Kevorkian's van and office in Suicide Machine. Yeah. So that yeah. was cool. Yeah. I'm not haunted, I don't think, though. No, so that's Zach Bagans, uh, while I consider him an interesting character, I'm like, that museum does, for like 30 bucks, if you're into true crime shit, like, eh, that could be worth it. Yeah, it's good. Just get there early. Don't do what we did. What'd you do? We showed up like an hour after it opened. Oh, mistakes. Wait, waited in line for about four. Oh, but yeah. Um, any of you guys, uh, just to wrap up the 20th century, uh, basically a lot of the plot and the games and stuff in Old World of Darkness that are about like Gehenna and the end times and... All the different bloodlines and the sabbat and blah, 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 just all that shit is just the plot for the end of uh, the 20th century and supposedly the end of time and society. And mm-hmm. So if you played any of the old world games, yeah, it's just all of it's like doom! Doom and death and the thing, the antediluvians are waking up and they're going to eat us and we've got to stop that. And then other people are like, nah, that's not a thing. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the red stop. All right, so yeah, that brings us up to more modern era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh-huh. the modern times of uh, 1993. I was two. You were two. I was four. Ah. My false memories were uh, much older than that. All right. Uh, you keep changing the, your time periods, and it worries me. So the beckoning. That's what this is about, the beginning of this, the beckoning. Hmm. Uh, the beckoning is a force of some port, some sort. 
port. I wish I was drinking port. I am not. Uh, so is the beckoning what happens when Beckett shows up? No. I wish. Somebody get me a squirt bottle. <laughs> beckoning, baby. Baby. Uh, I'm not going to allow them to get this drunk ever again. I'm not even drunk. I'm, I've been up since 7 a.m. Because I had to go get electrocuted at 9 a.m. today. And I had to try to really hard not explain to a very nice doctor that I am aware of what this electrocution device is. Because I've used a violet wand before. <laughs> I was like, it was too early and he is too pleasant. I'm drinking sparkling water. Now. Well, yeah, because he's got to chase down the Malort. So the beckoning is the force that is drawing um, elder vampires off to the east, especially like the Middle East area. Mm-hmm. For reasons... No one is certain of yet, because the people they could ask, the elders, have fucked off, and they left no note. Mm-hmm. You know, like many of my dates. I uh, thought you usually were the one that's like, get out. Yeah, yeah, that's the other half. <laughs> yeah, a little 50-50. You gotta well, have that work-life balance. Yeah. Which, um, to be completely honest, it's one of the parts that I am very interested in, because mm-hmm. there are some... There's some potential in the old Gehenna book that that might have been. But there's not enough evidence to figure that out. And I really hope we find out what that is. Because that could be a myriad of things. That could be yeah. Lilith drawing them in, Kane drawing them in. But I'm, Elder, I'm, uh, like the clan found, like the Antisluvians, the clan elders themselves, those exactly. gran- those murderous grandbabies. Yeah, exactly. Be like, I'm actually really interested in that. But uh, again. Could be just a wizard. Yeah, just, just one douchey wizard. Just like. Could right. be fairies. Could be fairies. Crocker um, voice. Fairies. I, I have a small fan theory. I know it's probably bullshit about uh, the guy who's in charge of the rural Shagi from the Banu Hakim doing some sort of bullshittery. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to raise an army and then kill all the vampires and then myself. And that will please Hakim. And I'm like, I, brah, I don't know if that will, but like. Mm. I mean, it would be on brand. Yeah. But, yeah. Point. We're, we're getting way sidetracked. Yeah. So the beckoning. Yeah. Um, I. Through some digging around in fluff, I mm-hmm. uh, yeah. was able to trace that the beginning of the beckoning, as far as I could trace in V5, went to uh, Menelay and from the Chicago books. Because mm-hmm. if you read the uh, Critias section, his sire Menelay, uh, ancient Greek vampire that's been in Chicago, and this is uh-huh. the whole fucking thing. Anyways, Menelay got pulled into the beckoning and fucked off. And Critias was a big sad boy. And then he felt his connection with Menelay snap, and then he was an angry boy and did a bunch of fucked up shit. And Menelay fucked off a little bit after the War of Chicago, which was the uh, the Lupines went to Chicago and murdered a bunch of people and fucked shit up. I can see you just pouring wine. I know, just fucking, oh yeah, pour that bitch. I just hear dates Dates. and names. (laughs) Can you tell I was like... They're like very European names. Can can you tell I was a history major and then I changed because I was like, man, I really don't want to be a teacher. There's one coming up. (laughs) I'm that we're going to talk about that she was very adamant we find the date for. And I had three separate books to look over. And one of them did have the exact date. And she was very happy about that. Yeah. I mentioned this about my mm-hmm. elementary or middle school time in history class. Um, but this is also how I treated my art history classes. Mm-hmm. Just oh, I love taking art history in college. Did I tell you about me doing art history? Uh, the last time I was trying to finish my art degree? No. Yeah, so I had this really rad uh, art history teacher, and he was fine with the fact that I came in, like, hungover all the time. 
it's but art. he would be doing uh, these like slideshows, uh, and it's you know, it's art history. So of course it's in the Western canon. So it's a lot of like Renaissance and pre-Raphaelite and da da da. So you hit the slideshow, go new painting would show up, and I'd just be in the back, kind of drunk, going <laughs> side boob. And he thought that was fucking funny, and he was like, "No, no, no, that's great." Because then he just he flipped it into like, "Let's talk about male gaze and uh, uh, female objectification through art and Madonna horror complex." Like he turned around my shenanigans into being like an actually good uh, class discussion. I was just like, "You were literally the best teacher I've ever had." Why is it always <laughs> the art teachers that are the best ones? Let's be real. Yeah, that's the same professor that like. Uh, remember when we got really drunk over Easter weekend and I wrote my art history paper that while we were doing like a hundred Easter egg Jello yeah, shots and you're... I got fucking wasted. And then the next day I woke up and was like, not only did I finish my paper, I fully edited it and did the full citation and it was fucking done. Yeah. I had no memory no, of finishing I rem- it. I remember because I was helping with that at that point. Yeah. And then I turned it in and he gave me like 110% and he on the margins like drew a little shot glass every time in the paper I mentioned I was stopping writing to go take a shot. <laughs> a jello shot. It was a paper about the political art of Ralph Stedman. I thought it was appropriate. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I, um... I, I had the opposite experience with, mm. uh, I had a teacher pull me aside because my grade in art history was kind of like yeah. a roller coaster. Yeah. And I had one section that went real bad. It was um, it's like post-Renaissance. It's real, very French like and pink. Yeah, Rococo. Yeah. It was like, why, why Hunter, why, why is your grade like tanking so hard? All of a sudden I said, oh, because I think this art sucks. It fucking sucks. I do not like Rococo. No. It's just a bunch of fucking horny cotton candy. Yeah, basically. And I'm like, no, 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 just skip past that till you get to fucking realism and romanticism. I don't fucking care. Yeah, no, and my teacher legitimately was just like, that's fair. And like, didn't <laughs> talk to me about it anymore. It's just like, what if I just gave him a C? Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's not dwell on the French cotton candy. Instead, let's dwell on the beckoning, which the reason this is important in the V5 canon is because of the structure of the Camarilla. Mm-hmm. The structure of the Camarilla is very hierarchical, mm-hmm. usually based on age, because it's a very feudal system. So with the eldest of the elders fucking off with no notification, no power, like not setting anything up for them to fuck off. Power vacuum is gone. Yeah. So now there's this uh, just mad dash to claim who's on top, who isn't. There's just cities with princes that have just gone. And everybody's just like, oh, fuck, grab the chair. Oh, my God, grab all the chairs. And the beckoning is going through, starting with, like, the highest, like, the, the, it's, like, golf rules generation, so it's, like, the lowest generation is slowly, like, chunking its way down through the ranks. So, I believe, if I remember right off the top of my head, basically, everybody that's ninth generation and lower, so more powerful, has left already, or they're feeling it, and they're doing something to make sure that they're fucking staying, Probably a lot of diablery, at least from the lore that I've read. Or some sort of witchcraft. I don't know. Or just. If it's diablery, that would definitely be close to what the Gehenna lore was. Mm -hmm. Except for, again, they were just getting less powerful, and the only way they could, you know, not become weak was diablerize. Yeah. And they actually didn't get lower Mm -hmm. generation. They'd just be like, okay, I I got a five hour energy drink. I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. That are just staking themselves in a hole and being like, find me in 200 years. Yeah, just like, wake me up when this is over. Wake me up when September ends. I was going to say, wake me up before you go, go. The better song. Yeah, you're not wrong. 
Again, there's also the caveat. The Cappadocians are not affected by that. Not just the Cappadocians. Oh, yeah, it's the, the harbingers the, of skulls. The, no, the Hakata. Oh, yeah. The whole group. Really? Is a mute. Yes, the yeah. whole Hakata. The Death mm-hmm. Clan, the one that's like the Amalgam family. All the spooky death boys and girls and thems. Uh, yeah, they are the ones that are like, no, nah, we're not feeling this shit. <laughs> Get this, fucked. Yeah, this either might be a mechanical balance thing because all Harbingers of Skulls are no older Hick- than eight. Oh, the, yeah. yeah, yeah, specifically those. Yeah, yeah. again, uh, the Harbingers of Skulls themselves cannot be lower gen- uh, older generation than eighth. So if they were like, uh, yeah, by the way, this has affected them, which there is, yeah. again, we've talked about the, the ways that this might be the fact that they definitely don't have an antediluvian because Augusta killed him. And again. And Augustus, the Augusta Giovanni, the first of the, the Giovannis is gone. Yeah, just straight out. That's how the Hakata came. Could be some thing. sort of death magic thing. Who knows? Who knows? But again, it's either a balancing thing or, or a lore hint thing, but. The Hakata are just kind of like, we can be old and we're fine. Mm. Why? We're not moving. Mm. Interesting. Which does lend a lot more credence to the idea of the Antediluvians going to fight whatever the hell's over there and going, children, come to me. Or they're all fighting each other and Uh and a big death battle. We all know Shaquille O'Neal will be winning this. Yeah. Or it could just be someone fucking with. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah, it could always just be like one mage just out in the desert, just like, <laughs> this is funny. Someone's got something against the cam on the Sabbat specifically. And everyone else, they're kind of like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Bali, re- I'm not after you. As a representative of the technocrats, I'm going to just say no to that mage theory. Yeah. But. Because yeah. we would have shot him. Yeah. Well, we, we, will, so. we will get to that in a moment. No. So the next big thing that has happened in the, the V5 plot is that the Gangrel. As a clan, as a unit, left the Camarilla. The rough of this situation is so just a, a little so the a little breakdown of the Camarilla hierarchy. So you know, there's a, each city has prince in charge, and they have their councils, and there's just this weird web of networks of hierarchy and secret peoples and da da. So supposedly, at the top of the Camarilla has a council, and each head of the clan has got a Justicar. That is the name of the person who's the top of the clan. The gang girl had a just car named Xavier. Uh, around 1999, in the old world lore, and it's continued on in the V5, Xavier was doing a mission of some sort, and he peered into the ground and went, uh-oh, I don't like this. Something is happening. And basically, he was trying to warn everybody that the Antediluvians were coming back. And at that time, the Camarilla did not acknowledge that shit. So no one believed him. So when you stick your head into the ground and you see mommy antediluvian there just going, fuck off. So did he see all of them coming back or the notes say specifically he saw the gangrel antediluvian? He saw something. But the thing is, if you circle back to Gehenna again, on there's a point where it says if these guys are still around and three of them are very heavily like this is probably where they are. And one of them is Gangrel. And Gangrel was, if she's still around, she merged herself with the core of the earth. She just kind of went, ha ha, try to get me now, Kane Daddy. I dare you. Just like the center of a fucking jawbreaker. (laughs) Yeah, just, I dare you. It's made of angry fire. And I'm part of it now. (laughs) Yeah. Again, this, this is just our speculation based off of shit we've read. If you and your yeah. own game want to run with some other fucking plot points. Yeah, you can say whatever the hell you want. 
they saw under the ground, or it was a different thing. Who knows? Mm. I'm just giving you the, that's probably what they were hinting at. Yeah. We definitely, well, we, we should decide. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to do, because I want to talk more about them, the antediluvians. Do we want to do we're, their own I've, episodes, tie I've, them into clan yeah. episodes? Bas- yeah, I've mm-hmm. already got we scripts sh- like pre-started for talking more in depth about Kane and the antediluvians. I got stuff planned for each of the clans. I've got stuff set up for uh, uh, more in depth on Gehenna lore itself. And like, you know, this, this is just a rough crash course overview. Like I said, American fourth grade history. No. We're going to talk about, we're going to touch it and then fucking move on. Cause we only have so much time in this goddamn museum right now. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I'm only bringing up parts of the Antediluvians that are actually yeah. where they'll uh, matter in this canon. Because that is, a uh, when they told me about that, I was like, oh, I know what he saw on the ground. Yeah. I know. He, what he saw the ground, and the ground came back ground. at him. <laughs> yeah. The ground went, leave me alone, child. I am your progenitor. And he went, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah, if yeah. you stare long enough into the dirt, the dirt stares back into it, you. It did. <laughs> oh, and and the... he tried to warn everybody, and just everybody in the camera was like, ha, 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 you're crazy, no. And uh, during a uh, an event not long after that, Javier dies, like mm-hmm. true death. Yeah. Gone. And kind of as part of a response to that, and uh, the gang girl just collectively agreeing to like take their warning seriously. They also, they were one of the clans that had a problem with the cam for the while. It's yeah. just like gang girl and Bruja are kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel I about, this, about this But yeah, but even before uh, the current uh, mm-hmm. actual full-blown Anarch Rebellion, the gang girl just collectively, no one's quite sure how, because the gang girl like live in the woods and all sorts <laughs> of shit. So nobody's, know how, nobody's quite sure how they collectively... Like fucking Wi-Fi each other like at 90, 99, 2000, and we're just like we're leaving, and I went right. Much but like they a, did. They just as a group were just like, nope, fuck this, and went to like the woods. Dogs sensing a storm. They just went <laughs> problems. That's probably what a good chunk <laughs> of it is. Just a bunch of people are like, hey, shit's fucked, and then it was like, mm. I was wondering why I felt like shit was fucked. Yeah, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a good rule of thumb for players is uh, if the gang girl is like, this is a bad idea, just go. Remember, Transformers fan, if Ravage is leaving the battle, leave as well. Remember, if the dog starts acting weird or the Malkavian starts talking cryptically, it's time to leave. Just whatever they say, just go, "Uh uh-huh. And you've spotted one of the other three that's confirmed. Malkov? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's my favorite. Uh, yeah, Malkav is his actual place. Is he is the Badness Network? So that's what that's, people think. Yeah. No, that is literally what the book says in Ghana. At <laughs> least in the old world yeah, lore. In right? old world lore, yeah. I'm just doing this for you. Just yeah. be like, no. In the book, it actually says that. Or it's yeah. like of the three confirmed, he. That's what he did. He just kind of went. I'm Wi-Fi. He is the world. He is his children. Yeah, he, yeah. he spread himself out. Malkav is in all of us. And by yeah, all Malkav of us, I mean only the, the Malkavians. Yeah. And the other one is Nosferatu, who is either in Antarctica or at the bottom of the ocean. So he did what his children did, just hid in a real deep hole. Well, yeah, that's his whole thing. He's got he's got skate so bad that if he has the silence from Doctor Who, where if you stop looking at him, you don't remember him. Ah. But he he also, you know, went full emo boy and either hid in Antarctica or is at the bottom of the ocean. One or the other. Those are the three 
that uh, these are the ones we heavily say are a thing. And, and then they also talk about Soldat and, uh, oh God, what's the other one that's in Soldat? Um, Who's Tremere Soldat? And, Sol- and Salat. Yeah, Salat and, uh, yeah. Tremere. Yeah, Tremere. Yeah, Tremere, yeah. Salat, and Zamitzi. I love that so goddamn much, but I don't have yeah. time for that right yes, now. But, Drink. But those guys, if they are around, they very yeah. potentially could be the reason everyone's going to the Middle East. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, tying into reasons people are going out out east, uh, the fucking poor Ravnos. They, <laughs> they, for V5, only got released for public use in December of 2020, and me and a bunch of other people were like, yay, this will be fun. You guys made that clan less racist. Thank God. But what happened to them is very unfortunate, but also really metal. <laughs> it's really a bummer, because I learned about them right as I took the... Um clan test that they have mm-hmm. on the v5 website oh. now and i was told i was ravenous <laughs> yeah but like i said they made it less like 1990s like oh it's cool to do gypsy face yeah and it's like no that was never okay well that's the other thing in that gehenna book he would have been the fourth one that was still around but he fucked around and he found out yeah so uh in the v5 canon there is a lore sheet called the week of nightmares and it, there's a little couple of paragraphs that get into what we're about to discuss now. Mm-hmm. So we did do some digging in the, 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 the Old World books to confirm and cross-reference what's in the lore sheet. And pretty much everything translates directly over. And mm-hmm. I was very pleased. Yep, this is the one my, that I talked about earlier. My, my lady Wood was really just righteous. She was, I was very excited. so happy when I found that section in the book where I was like, yeah, by the way. Yeah, take that, Bembridge Scholars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, this happens in Bangladesh, India, in July 1999. They got specific enough to give us a goddamn month. So, this is very, like, concrete. That's from uh, Time of Thin Bloods. Yeah, Time of Thin Bloods. Time of Thin Bloods and the core book in the Week of Nightmares lore sheet. This is cross-canon. They are the same. They even give the same date? Yep, Yep. July 1999. Mm -hmm. Same city, too. Yep, because... And I was just like... Because in the core book, it is page 395, and in... Thin Bloods in Old World lore, it's a 125. I'm so proud that we even said the sources out loud because I often make source li- like citing notes in these li- our little scripts and we just don't fucking read it because you guys don't fucking need that shit usually. But, but I'm how? not crazy. But how much we had to turbo nerd to find that fucker. I was. I, I remember. I was very pleased. We had one of our non-recording get-together nights as you guys were working on that, and mm-hmm. I definitely zoned out. Def- <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is cool. And then you guys started talking about pages and cross-references, and I got real I was lost citing in things sauce. in MLA. I was very proud. Mm-hmm. We have a master research doc with, like, all of the sources, and I'm citing that shit because I'm expecting somebody on the internet to be like, ah, oh, you're a woman with opinion online. How dare? And I'm like, literally, here's my all my citations. Here's my citations. Fucking come at me. Yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. even though Ravnos are precious, precious little babies, we're going to talk about how they're getting fucked so, in yeah. a bit. Uh, no, right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, as described in literature, it is, quote-unquote, unknown parties. Probably st- mages. Probably no, no, no. mages. Technocrats. That, which are all mages. <laughs> we're different. We're they're, better. They're like we're two the ones, sides of the same coin. We're the ones that are winning, darling. Ask the Second Inquisition. Mm-hmm. We don't have that book yet. It, they Give announced it, it. A second. And again, <laughs> I got really horny because my dumbass was like, cool, I, here's all this research I did on Project Prism. And I'm like, wait, no, I got to wait. Hold on. Wait. Quote unquote, unknown parties have been cited as destroying the antediluvian 
of the Ravnos. Now, for my entertainment purposes, I want to hear you guys try to say this motherfucker's name. You mean Hunter, because I'm the one who read it off to you. Zapathasura. Actually, that's not bad. No, I'm proud of you. pretty accurate. Because that is, I feel like, pretty on the noise, but every time I read that, I read it as Zarathustra, because I've read way too much philosophy. Yeah, I, I almost made it the spake joke. <laughs> God. Thus folks, yeah. You know, everybody goes through there like, I'm 14, I've read fucking nihilism. Now, the thing is that they're going to get into is in the new lore, it's said that, oh no, maybe he was nuked. Maybe well, he had the sun on him. In, well, in the Week of Nightmares reference sheet, it says that he was destroyed, quote unquote, the power of the sun. Mm-hmm. Now, whether this is a nuclear weapon or somebody kicked his ass outside, or it's a space laser. Which again, uh, as for the references, mm-hmm. also see Fenbloods uh, during the fight when Ravnos was fighting an unknown party who was kicking the crap out of him a little bit. Again, we're not going to name names on them, the scary people we don't. He made the, uh, the day nighttime so they could fight endlessly. And, uh, well, actually, no, no, no. That was the don't party that made uh, yeah, there the was it forever night. Part so of they, the coalition, take this down, apparently called in like a typhoon yeah, to a blot ty- out the sun. Yeah, typhoons, storms, everything. And so they could keep fighting endlessly. But when they used to kill him, they were like, okay, cool. The technocrats were like, we're going to nuke him. And that didn't kill him. That just killed the uh, don'ts that were blotting out the sun and that let them array their satellites to laser his ass with sunlight to death. That's in, again, the old world lore. Again, we don't know what happened in New World, but it sounds a lot like that's what happened. So, uh, space lasers. Space lasers. The coalition that took out. A magnifying glass. Uh, Sarah. Yeah, so when that battle was happening in the V5 canon, he pulled on the power of the blood and summoned as many of his, uh, childer and offspring and generations as possible and however that manifested whether they physically went to india or their blood just went and they went became a dried husk that fucking killed most of the clan and those who remain uh their clan cursed is different now mm-hmm. i'm spacing right now what the fuck they're old curse was because i will be honest i as an uh, st- i remember yeah i was gonna say i'll be honest i as an st Back in the day, did not allow people to play Ravnos because I was like, this is Gypsy Face. I will let you do it if you can write this in a way that is not Gypsy Face. And I never had a player turn in a character sheet that I was like, mm, this is problematic. Mm-hmm. This, uh, so it's it was inherently so, yeah. to that degree because the um, their old clan Bane was basically, uh, they were all kleptomaniacs. They, were, they <gasps> oh, basically were like required what? to steal... No, 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 no. I remember this because I did this for a character. Uh Because I had a character who, sweet, sweet child. She was the ray of sunshine in my old world game who actually took. If you're listening to this, darling, you actually made that game playable. Because she made a flawed character that was very good. Mm -hmm. And she she dealt with the topic of rape. Yeah. She felt that, you know, the person who made her wanted to rape her. And she just knew that a rape might have happened. And when she woke up, 
She was a vampire. She didn't have her sire. The thing is, I, she thought she was a brujah. She was a ragey, ragey punk musician. Mm-hmm. The thing was, I was rolling her clan bane as Ravnos. Because I was like, no, no, no. The rape didn't happen. A Ravnos came in, fucking murdered the shit out of that brujah. No rape happened. And he went, oh, no. He almost killed this little one. Well, I'm going to turn it into a vampire so it can live because it, this bitch rocks. And it's actually, uh, it's um, temptation. It's like drugs oh, and okay. vices. It's something about vices. They're, they're really easy to, to fall into their vices. And again, as Sarah said, she's talked about the, um, the New World version, which mm-hmm. is they have the kind of Romani yeah. gypsy can't stay in one place well, thing. Well, it's not even a Romani gypsy thing, but their, their trope is travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because uh, their, their sire was, you know, attacked with the power of the sun if a Ravnos now stays in one location in the same place within a week mm-hmm. of the staying of a place uh, they take aggravated damage equal to their bane severity in mm-hmm. burning from the inside out so I think that's interesting the trope of like dealing with refugeeism and all that kind of stuff which um, I think that's metal as shit I'm glad that's something that's kind of being addressed and how is the community overall dealing with it but Mm -hmm. that's also a really interesting character flaw you have to play out to Mm -hmm. be like so is it if you stay in the same place so you can stay somewhere for six days and then you have to move no every night different place if you stay in the same place within a week Okay, in the same place within a week. Yeah, so if you stay at a Motel 6, next day you got to go to the Hyatt, next day you got to go to a trailer park, next day you got to go somewhere. But if within the seven days you go back to the fucking Motel 6... If you're smart for your coterie, if other people have havens, you just couch surf forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just have a rotating thing of couches just I to just, be like, no, 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 no. I just had a fucking brutal idea. Mm. Uh-huh. I assume that applies to any of them that may be in Torpor. No, no. Remember, they're not affected by... Uh, you're in a state of not existing, so I would assume that that would... I mean, I'm pretty sure when they wake up, they're going to have a real bad time. Though, again, as per the new canon, I don't know what they say, but in the old world lore, literally, he did do the beckoning on all of the Ravnos. He mm-hmm. just went, Comer! And uh, the other thing he did, and it's the reason why it really sucks if you're playing a Ravnos in Old World, because when Gehenna starts off, if you didn't come, that's fine. Like, most of them will come. The people who didn't, when he dies, they immediately lose their fucking minds and start trying to kill every single other Ravnos. It's just immediate disrespect your surroundings with no holds barred. There's no morals. It's just kill because of how much it hurts to feel your progenitor just cut off. So that is one of those things that's real cool to read in a book, mm-hmm. but sounds dog shit to have to play. Uh, most of the Gehenna stuff was really fucking hard because as I said, the withering, which is we haven't talked about that, and it doesn't have any New World stuff, is literally just, hey, were you playing an uber-powerful character? Yeah, by the way, when you wake up, you stop being able to do a lot of your cool stuff. Why? You feel very, very bad. You know how you can stop that? Eat somebody. The forbidden snack. Yeah, and then everybody started doing it, and it's why the Camarilla went down in the old world lore. It's because the elders just started being like, no, Diablery, instead of in hiding and secret in the background where they were doing it naturally. They were just doing it in the open. And mm-hmm. then the Anarchs and everybody else went, 
I thought we all agreed not to eat each other. That's like in your rules. That's like the fourth one. That's like one of the biggest ones. Yeah. Like, we're not supposed to be seen, but also, don't eat everybody. Yeah, just, not only the you know, vampire crime, like, no no murder each mm-hmm. other. We're team team. Yeah, but everybody else started doing that. The difference was, this happened right before, so they started it. So yeah, it's, <sighs> poor. Poor Ravnos, they had a hard time in Old World War. Because again, they literally start with, you're fucked. Yeah, so that's kind of part one of very basic history of Vampire. Um, the fastest of bullet points. It, that really only covers Old World stuff. Now next week, we're going to be getting into the stuff that starts v5 like purely v5 no real crossover yeah that so um right now there were some stuff that had references to both and i believe we have some references to old world stuff because some of stuff was foreshadowed mm-hmm. and, yeah. um a la red star yeah. yeah well there's basically the way we tried to structure this two-parter is mm-hmm. we're describing everything in the roughest most accurate timeline that we are aware of at the moment mm-hmm. so if you follow along it's kind of like okay we're going from prehistory da, 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 and then suddenly a lot of shit happens in a very short amount of time a lot of shit happened before that it's just mm-hmm. nothing that really completely mattered well, because it, it got shoomed over to uh the new games yeah now, yeah if you were to set a game like in the 90s or mm-hmm. in the victorian area or the medieval era, um, there'd probably be an entire another episode just of bullet points like this that we could oh, run God. through. But we're trying to get you guys up in the to modern V five. If people are interested, we can definitely do a Victorian era episode or oh, I, medieval. I can just be the worst af- asshole bear. We're like, this is Victorian. I'm like, actually, that's Edwardian. And what, when you're talking about Victorian, you're actually talking about like 1840s, 1880s. Like, the shit matters. A lot of shit changes in a very short amount of time in that time period. But not important right now. Medieval period was a fairy book, and there's cool for- folklore stuff. Oh, That's all I know just, about history. I, God, I could do a whole fucking episode about just the effects of the Black Plague on vampire society and how much that fucked shit. Funny enough, that uh, lore book that I. Um, that, funny enough, that fluff book I talked about mm-hmm. is kind of actually about that. That's what yeah. the vampire one is. They're just like, this monster could have been the thing that did the Black Plague. You say. Wasn't that a real world belief some people had that it was like a cause supernaturally, but like uh-huh. demons or vampires? Well, or... Yeah. As I said, I will just bring these fluff books over and just be like, here you go. I mean, I don't know how long it's Kernan, but they were fun to read. Yeah, it's just. Uh, yeah, no. just I love World of Darkness lore because there's internally within its own canon, there's just layer after layer after layer of just shit you can get into that's just kind of fantastic. And then. Also seeing what stacks on top of real history and also just the layers into that shit as well. Mm-hmm. And we have lost the audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Greg's still here. He's a good boy. Oh, I was, uh, I kind of stopped listening. I was removing my boots without <gasps> standing up. Your boots. Did you succeed? Yeah. Nailed it. Proud of you. He did it. I succeeded. Sucked. Greg, if you love us, you'll listen to this again to have it more watch time. Thank you. Do you really have a friend named Greg? No. Just an imaginary man. 
No. Is, is this one of your bots? No, it's not. Okay. I mean, if I was doing this right, I would have said Gary. <laughs> First Greg that messages us listening to this one's a prize. we don't know what the prize is yet we will determine that at some point i'm gonna give greg i will mail you this bag of mini fuego takis there's mini fuego takis yeah i was gonna eat them but i decided not to because i had enough wine well they're for greg now yeah these are greg's takis let's be real (laughs) it's just takis greg may have lost entrance after you just told him the mystery prize was just takis they are takis that have been graced by the phalanges of hunter yeah, maybe I'll include a note or something. Yeah, there you go. Just enjoy the talkies. I'll devalue them more. No, <laughs> no, you're revaluing them. Come on, just mm. let the syndicate programming help you out. Revaluing is a really nice way of saying devaluing. I like that. I'm going to have to keep that in mind at work. There you go. Good job. Good I'm job. I'm just revaluing our stock. Yes, good, mm. good. Let the subliminal... I am going to yeet something at you, you fucking cattle capitalistic nightmare i just fucking cannot i was constructed for this whole point uh, anywho uh thank everybody who has been listening to our nonsense so far yeah yeah so. I, I really appreciate it it's great um no. i don't know i'll have a whole lot to say than just thanks we really appreciate yeah, so it so next you know. episode uh is gonna be us digging into Shreknet and the anarch rebellion and what the fuck did happen to tremere and thin bloods and all sorts of Shenaniganry. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. the of Hakim. Also, they mean uh, the Tremere clan, not the Tremere elder. No, a little bit of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh we are digging into that. A little bit. I'm not getting into the spicy conversation that happened when Tagirius went and tried to petition to get the Bono Hakim accepted into the Camarilla, the Allah Bekas Jihad Diary, because, my God, the fucking shade. So good. But yeah, if you're an old world player, I hope this episode, even though if it's stuff you've probably heard, you're probably intrigued by the fact that everything we listed has been referenced in the new books and mm-hmm. that those things are important canon. Mm-hmm. So those are very strong things you can yeah. tie your new game into and be like, these are things I know and I can use. Yeah. And if you're new, hey, hey, that's a lot of new info now, we're shoving down things, your throat. Right. Things that are referenced in the book, you're like, ah, oh, this has some context and I don't have to read 30 years of fucking bullshit. It's like, nah, you don't have to. Find you a friend that knows the 30 years of bullshit. We did. Hello. <laughs> they had me made. Mm, oh, did we make you? Is that mm. what it is now? Mm, you had a thought and it came into the universe. Cool. Otherwise known as money. Well, I wasn't thinking about money. No, that background makes me think you're a fae type creature. Mm. You might be a changeling if you're created out of pure thought. No, no. Your Amazon Echo heard it and it was like, I, bitch, I don't have an Amazon Echo. That you know of. They gave me one at work and I broke it because it scared me. <laughs> <laughs> broke it. Yeah, hit it with a hammer. Yeah, that's how technology works. It's fine. Mm. That's how you think it works. If I keep thinking about wine, will more show up? I, You're definitely going to get bottle of wine. Hmm? I have a second bottle of oh wine. My it God. worked. It worked. Oh, my God. The high humanity is paying off. Or technocrats. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Um, Thanks, fans, for giving us the Muzak. Yes, yes. Uh, as always, um, Paralyzed for awesome ass soundtrack. Um, we also um, have a Discord link mm-hmm. down below. Come join us and bullshit with us. We're gonna hang out in there. We play video games, chat with mm-hmm. people, share some sick memes. Um, cat, I, cat I have photos. Cat photos, fucking show us your dumbass pets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have started a TikTok for this podcast. 
Ooh. Yeah. Also, if you wouldn't believe it, I'm the one who started the pet <laughs> the pet chat. There's also an Instagram, yep. Life Bodies Pod. We'll yeah. be sharing some shit there. Please do like, share, and uh, spread this with all your Great. friends. Please. Uh, share In- it with your LARP groups. If I don't drink too much wine tonight, mm-hmm. I will try and set up a link tree mm-hmm. when I get all the links compiled. I so you can go you. look at us hey, on all kinds of stuff. Also, sites. are you in a LARP? Do you want to like share us what the fuck you're doing and your story and maybe we can share that with other people? Yeah, or if you just played Ooh. long time ago when you, and when the uh, before times. Yeah. yeah actually, that Dude, the nine, does by that I mean a, the 90s. Yeah. That does bring up a good segment because like uh, our content warning section if you have an interesting story and you like to send it in, we Ooh. might could talk about reading audience stories. Because let's be real, I think some of my stories are pretty awesome. I'm pretty yeah. sure everybody else here thinks they have some awesome stories from their games. And let's be real, I'd love to hear your weird shit. As yeah. we get uh, to more pointed episodes too, like mm-hmm. we know what we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, say before we do like our clan episode, if you want to send us, oh, this is a story about the favorite Ventru I've ever played, or yeah. someone, one of my players played this badass Nosferatu. If you can send us a uh, Malkavian story that isn't a fish malk, uh, I'm here to read it. I am not joking. I want, I want the interesting malks because you know you can do it. You know yeah. you're better than that. You yeah. can do it. You don't just have to be lol so random. So, like, you know how in D&D I've never played a barbarian because nobody, there's never space in a party for one, so I usually end up playing, like, Horlock or Cleric? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the same thing. I've never played a Malkavian because just somebody always jumps on it immediately. It's the rogue of vampire, let's <laughs> be real. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, like share your fun stories. You got yeah. cool art. You got cool cosplays. Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah, I follow some people on Instagram that do some fucking rad ass cosplays. I want to see your cosplays. Yes. Yes. And also, give me that mage cosplay. Any of them. I definitely want to see the technocrats, but I am. Give me the Akashic Brotherhood. Let's go. Yeah, if we're asking for specific things, tell me about your Hunter the Vigil game. Yeah! I'm so excited for the Second Inquisition book, because then I'm like, technically, if that book has everything in it that they're saying, I think you can technically run a Hunter game in V5. I will do a whole episode where I pull out lore from... Fuck The best parts of Chronicles was the the Hunter books. And I will be like, all right, so this is how you run all this bullshit using V5. Again, because we talk about it, and I will agree and restate my opinions every time. Chronicles is dog shit as long as it's the main three. Everything else is fucking amazing. The Hunter, Slasher, Sin Eater, Promethean. Give me that shit. That shit was amazing. Wasn't there a thing in Chronicle where you could play like children like Scooby Gang? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's that's Hunter. Slasher was actually part of the Hunter. Yeah, it was, and it was real good. Yeah. Again, Sin Eater. Oh my. All right, all right. Put 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 your vibrator attachment away. But yeah, I said put it away. Before we get over along. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, subscribe, um, share, hit that, smash that bell. Um, smash that hit. dislike button. If you hate it, fuck you. It's engagement. Yeah, give I us, win. Please Ra- don't give hit it too whatever. hard. Your machine does have feelings and it knows when you're being too mean. Give us an honest rating. So a five star. <laughs> um, yes, the syndicate programming no. is affecting him. <laughs> no, no, but I really do appreciate it. Um, yeah. Good night. Good night. Skipper's not here, so. <laughs>